0: Hey everyone, so um, um, as I I put this whole thing together, I just, um, it's fascinating and it's a whole different way of looking at how we're built and um, I'm not suggesting in any way that this is the only way, it just completely shatters every. Um, version of how the world works or that I assumed all the beliefs I'd had about how the world works and how the mind works and it's been an unbelievably revealing journey and it gets more astounding as I continue to sit inside and sit in these mini ceremonies Um, and I clearly believe that once you've taken the ayahuasca it lives within you. And the more you commit to the ayahuasca, and I'm talking about, you know, allowing it to heal you. Um, and I don't drink the ayahuasca. I, I, I drank it twice on, you know, five separate occasions when I was in the jungle when I was there for nine days. But once it's in your system and it, it just, it can, and, and you call out to it, um, it continues to exert its healing influence. And that's, so number one, the actual taking of the medicine is an incredible um, journey into your subconscious and into into the things that, into the layers of your energetic field. But secondly, and even most, even more dramatic and even more astounding is that once you've taken it, you have access to its healing power. In other words, if I sit and I on a cushion, which I do daily, and I put on the Ikeros and I listen, it connects me immediately somehow in my system. So it wires up inside of you. It's just, I don't even know how to explain it. But um, So another thing about the ayahuasca, which I've seen, if you have had trauma and uh, you're interested in healing trauma, is that once you, when you enter this place, once you begin this journey into the unknown and into the subconscious and into these other dimensions, you don't know what you're going to find. And it's like shining, you know, she has a torch and she's, and she goes into your basement and she illuminates in the dark, you know, it's like illuminating a rat, right, that's going by. She will show you clips, snippets in different ways of you've been uh, put together. And so, you know, she's given me, again, I've talked about this before, it's literally like you're blindfolded and you are, there's an elephant, you don't know it's an elephant, and she, you know, you're touching the elephant and you feel the tail and it's like, okay, here's some information. Then you move around, because you're blind to your subconscious, right, so that's, it would be um, appropriate to say you're blinkered, right? And, you know, then there's a tail and then there's a stomach. And little by little, she will give you different snippets of the thing that you are damaged by, right? So because I was so in the dark about everything, um, I literally was on a massive landfill of shit and I had no idea. And for me, for her to kind of power wash it and for for me to come together, in other words, if you're owned by trauma, you're fragmented. So the ultimate game, the ultimate goal is to power wash the trauma and then put you back together. It literally is a Humpty Dumpty thing, you know, and it's put you back together. It's you're the magnificent thing of divinity and you shatter and, and she kind of glues you back. It's really phenomenal and it, I don't know the science of it, but, you know, honestly, It's almost like in a movie, you see a vase break, and in Rewind, the vase gets put back together, the vase you say here, right? I see the vase in England. So that's what she does. She is rewinding you into your original self. So in this real self, you've arrived this incredible shining light of divinity in trauma because of the You know the seeping into your system of darkness in whatever form it comes, neglect, abandonment, abuse, whatever in the kind of interference in nature and darkness is an interference in your growth because you know a lavender is going to become a lavender, a daffodil is going to show up as a daffodil, a tree is going to be a tree when that is interrupted, and a daffodil is told, no, go back into the ground, I need you to come back up as a you know as a, as a rose bush, and it's like the devil, you know, that's an interference in the, um, the blossoming of that specific element. Another one of the things that happens when you do ayahuasca and in this journey is that you realize that you're a tiny grain of sand in a zillion grains of sand, all of which are performing in different energetic ways. So you're performing as a human, you know, a dog is performing as a dog, it's all arriving in different forms, but it's all the same thing, so you're not that important. <laughs> I'm just like, you're not. Whatever you build is not that important because ultimately, we're all divinity. Every last thing that's in this energetic, free-floating thing is, is it. There's no one better than the other. Um, there's nothing that supersedes the other. The ocean is as important as you are. The bear is as important as you are, as the stars, as the sun, as everything. It's all one pulsating um, energetic field. Um, One belief isn't greater than the other. It's all, again, forms of the same thing. So in this kind of dismantling, and, 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 and so I was talking about the disruption. So trauma, is the disruption of the thing that was going to you know blossom into something else right so um, if you're about to become you know again this beautiful fragrant lavender and a beautiful field of lavender in the south of France you know in this beautiful sunshine or a sunflower right and it's um, interrupted and it's flattened and it doesn't allow itself to blossom because this dark shadow shows up and basically terrifies it into its blossoming then that's a problem um, so once it happens though in your system and you know you don't really know how much you've been uh invaded you don't know how much of your body has been taken up by darkness i didn't know a clue it was completely foreign and alien and blocked off to me. So deeply had it seeped into my system, so deeply had it had it um, found its way into me. So it's literally, I think of a blotting paper that's white, which is how we show up. And this darkness, if there's trauma, it seeps into your system. It threads itself into your energetic field. It's sitting inside you. Um, so the ayahuasca And again, I I don't ever say thank you. And it really is uh, the first thing I should say in every podcast is the enormous gratitude that I have and respect and love for this incredible medicine. Um, So if I haven't said it, you know, let it reverberate throughout the universe because this is an incredible medicine. Um, So she had given me... So I'm just going to go back. I'm going to rewind here. So on my first trip to Peru... And one of the first ceremonies, which was really terrifying, was, and for me, it was mostly physical, like, you know, I was moved about and whatever. But one of the terrifying moments for me, and there were many terrifying moments, because she's got to shut you down, right? You've been functioning as, you know, the armor built out of trauma, and that's very powerful. So... First of all, she's going to switch you off, so it's like, ding, you know, all your ego stuff that has been, you know, moving around and that works automatically and has tremendous momentum and power because it's, you know, hiding the truth, um, um, is shut down. So she shuts that down. So in one of the ceremonies, she paralyzed my face, right? I couldn't feel my face, it was so weird, and then, like in one of those uh, Bowie covers, you know, albums, my face started coming up, like, oh, what's the, um, I'm trying to think of that video, but anyway, like Lego pieces in my face came, one came out, then another, like my face was cut up into a thousand pieces, and one piece came out, then another piece came out, and I was like this Lego set, where these pieces of my face were coming out, It was very terrifying, and it was physical, right? And so all the trauma lay, I mean, not all the trauma, but because it's in different parts of my body, but in my face, there was some huge trauma. And what I recognize now in that memory, as, as you begin to put the pieces together of how you were built, because I had no idea, right, I was just on the surface of an iceberg, was that, and I'd mentioned this in the last podcast, is that when, you're, uh, when you've arrived, and you're this, you know, blank piece of, you know, software, right, um, and somebody's going to code you up, right, so you're a physical entity, right? So it's going to happen in every aspect of your being. When you are facing the face of someone, and let's say it's your mother or your father, whoever did the damage to you, if, that, if you're a little two-year-old or three-year-old and you're looking up at a face of anger, and I talked about this yesterday, and it's towering above you, it's imprinting itself on you. That raging face, all that face of of judgment all that face of you know scummy filthy you know intentioned pedophile whatever that imprints itself on you and in my instance it was all over my face like he imprinted his whole evil let's put it that way So, he imprinted himself on my face. Why I say this is because as we recognize ourselves as energetic beings and energy is like putty, you know, Einstein, um, when he was looking at the equations, you know, he realized there was a curvature in space, right? in space-time, there was a, how can how can there be a curvature in space, and how, I don't know how the fuck you figured that out, but anyway, so what I'm saying is that time, it can bend, energy bends things, so in other words, it's like pottery, it, can, it imprints its stuff, its content upon you, if you're arriving, and you're just like this piece of putty, and you're, you know, this new piece of divinity, this new piece of energy, it can seep and imprint itself like a footprint upon your energetic field and that's what she was doing she was pulling out the pieces of my face and I remember distinctly as a child you know when you begin to look at yourself in the mirror I didn't know what was there I couldn't see it so much had he taken up of my energy so kind of enslaved and threaded into that energetic field, right? But everywhere. I'm not just, it's not just thinking, it's just not fear. It's in your cells. I don't know how else to really emphasize this point of how deeply embedded the trauma is and the person that, you know, basically dumped the content on you, their, their shit on you or terrified you or whatever. So I realized this whole process for me has been an energetic, literally um, dismantling, and then reconfiguration. It's literally, she had to make me into putty again. And that's what happens when you you do the ayahuasca, because when they switch the ego off, and the ego is the armor, and the ego is a thing that's, you know, blocking your, you off from all the feelings and all the darkness and the dungeon of, you know, of what's really happening. Once she shuts that down and she moves in, right? She's gonna, she's like a, an engineer in, you know, in the server, in, in the kind of the in the, back, in the, in the engine room of your ship. She's gonna move everything around, right? Because she sees what's going on. And when I say she, I mean the medicine. She you can't see what's going on because you're the ego, you're the armor built, and it's the armor is automatic, it's it's been controlled and coded and it and it plays according to the trauma, right? Once she shuts that and that so and that's very powerful. It won't let it won't let you win. Right? And so to see anything. So she shuts that down and goes, No, okay. I need to turn. It's like, you know, when, when the plumber comes in to uh, fix the pipes, they've got to turn all the water off in the whole building, right? Same thing. She turns everything off and moves in. And in my instance, yes, it was, I had holograms and I was in, but that was just to show me what was going on. But ultimately it was all physical. The ceremonies are purely Physical, because the energy is living inside of me. The damage is actually a living, breathing, energetic system. That's Think about it like a virus or a bacteria, but it's moving, and it has energy, and it has vitality, and it's physical. And it's breathing inside of me. When I say there's a monster inside of me, he, that, his energy moved in. And one of the other very powerful ceremonies, I think, out of all of them, that's got to be the most terrifying, was when there was literally an exorcism. So, ceremony three, in my first trip to, um, to Peru, which is about five years ago, four years ago, um, I was being moved around violently. And suddenly there's a huge, energetic, it was like a black hole. Was I was a collapsing black hole of energy, and it moved up from my ankles, up my body, and then was released. And it was like a death, and it was me, me as a child, and him, and that code being broken. And you know, there was five Shapibo Indians in front of me. Everybody in that Maloka was like, "What the fuck is going on?" You know, I literally, I had the devil inside of me. And there was a huge, you know, it was, it was a roar that was like, it was a primordial death roar that like, it was like the, 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 the collapse of a star. You know, the code and the contract he had with me was being broken. Now, just because it's, and she, see, she so in the same way that the Kundalini after meditation was a huge opening at the surface of this thing, that exorcism was another break in the energetic bonding that had happened between me and this guy. I mean, this was complete he, he completely smothered me. Like, he completely moved into my system. Like, I was owned wholly and fully by that evil scum. I mean, completely. And when that break happened in the exorcism, you know, she... And it was all physical. I was being pulled back and forth. And it was just, it was pure physical. And then, you know, the ayahuasca doctors, as they say, they were going through my ovaries. I could feel them moving through my system. Once that energy, he was released. Um, there was, a, I, I cried desperately because the baby, he had made a contract with me when I was a baby, when I was a toddler. And... Of course, when that break happened, then of course, at the opening of that, it's like you're going through a Russian doll of caves. It's one cave break, another cave break, and it's you're moving through your energetic field that's been, you know, tightly shut down by whatever the damage is. So it's so you know, when I was doing meditation. The first break was Kundalini, it was like, boom, that was like a surface break. When I went to do Ayahuasca, boom, there was a huge exorcism, there was a break with, you know, his energy that was with this baby, boom. And then I got downloads of sexual abuse and how it was sold, etc. And then, you know, as I went deeper and deeper and deeper, what I'm saying is I surrendered more and more. She, she kind of dismantled my energy more and more. I got to see more and more of what happened, like, at some point, there was a cuckoo clock that you know suddenly energy was broken, and that I was able to see the way that I was being abused, etc. So these are all what it says to me, and you know is that we're energetic beings that are you know cl- you know sort of glued together, right, with either love. Or trauma and in love there's freedom there's no gluing together of anything in trauma if you're threaded into darkness then you're like a a ball of it's a it's a huge magnetic gravitational pull that's how this trauma works it's being held like together the gravity of how you're held together is the gravity of fear. It's the magnetic pull of terror that keeps you bound to the original predator. And it's a it's literally a gravitational pull. And it's an energetic pull that is in it's physically inside of you. It's it's monitoring, it owns everything inside of you. And I had no idea I was so um, fully invaded. It's an invasion because as a child, again, you're a piece of software, empty, unscripted software. And inside of you lies your script, your potential for growth. Like a daffodil has a script for daffodil you know, lavender has a script inside it to be lavender. Everything has a script to become the something, right? The universe, nothing shows up without it becoming something, right? You know, the bacteria and the bottom of the ocean, the fish, everything is scripted to become something. The earth is here to allow the flowers to grow, the, 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 you know, the oceans to, to be there, the mountains to move. Everything is working in coordination. We're not separate from any of that. I <laughs> are so stupid. We're not separate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the earth is just affecting all of them. But no, it doesn't affect me. I'm a separate entity, you know. So much BS, right? It owns you too. So you're scripted too. We all are to blossom into something. And so when you're... And I think that's why I had that first ceremony was I was a bird in the jungle, so happy, I was so happy. I was scripted to be a bird. And I was at peace because that's what I want. That's what I was supposed to be, a bird in the jungle, right? That means at one with the universe, fulfilling the script that was already. Ready to blossom when it showed up. What that meant for me, I don't know. I never knew my script. But on arrival, that script was cancelled out. Your lavenderdom, your daffodilum, whatever it is that you are scripted to show up as. If there's trauma and evil and lack of love, you're wiped out. You're wiped out. And You have to build something because you've got to survive. And it's at that point in that twilight of innocence and powerlessness and and being a child that if there's darkness and if there's con men and evil and pedophiles and, you know, angry people and whatever in that landscape, that's what you're going to look to for survival. And that is what's going to seek into your system. It's like poison inside your system. And when it seeps in, you're gonna build according to that. Because it's more powerful than your script. Your script can't show up. The script, like the flower needs the birds, it needs the light, it needs the sun, it needs the rain, it needs whatever. It needs the whole universe as an orchestra As this, you know, magnificent um, fertilizer of that script, the daffodil doesn't ask to show up and say, "Where's the sunshine?" It just shows up, and the sunshine is there, right? And for us too, we show up, and the potential of a script is huge. The potential of what we'll become will be huge, but then we encounter this darkness. We encounter the refusal of life, the refusal of script, we encounter, it's literally, is a, it's a form of stealing, right? If I'm an adult, I'm angry, I'm pissed, I've got all sorts of issues, and I have massive momentum with this darkness, you know, and I'm a turbulent hurricane of shit, when you show up, I'm going to interfere in your life force because my hurricane of shit is moving in your direction. Right, and you're just like this little flower and it just wipes it out. And then you get pulled in, it's like energetic, you get pulled into this gravitational pull of somebody else's shit. It's a huge gravitational pull. And you're barely here, there's no way you're gonna escape. It's almost like, you know, they say you're at the edge of the black hole it's so powerful, you just get sucked in. The same way that someone's shit is like a black hole, you get sucked in. Or, in my instance, they seep into you. So he, he literally moved through every cell of my body and took ownership, and I built from that. It's not me, it's a mechanism. It lives only in accordance to him. So, in these mini ceremonies in ayahuasca, she shuts down the thing that you've built in accordance to them, and moves into the mechanism of who you are, of of what. She gives you. Well, first of all, I'm not doing anything. She's. I'm. What I'm. What I'm doing is I'm shut down. I'm a. I've surrendered. Right. So. I'm shut down, she's moving in, she's pulling it out, she's pushing it out. First of all, you can't see it, right? You're in the dark. So if you can't see the snake in the dark room and she lights uh, her torch on the snake, suddenly the snake moves because it's been seen. You know, things slither around in the dark because they can't be seen. And that's the same thing. She just you know puts on the Shea Stadium lights in that corner and there it is there's a snake. And once she sees a snake you're illuminated in other words. Now I'm moving around I don't know why I'm moving around right. But this, this voice is coming out this thing this thing has been awoken you see it. You don't know it's inside of you. Because you're just moving, first of all, you're blocked, so your ego covers everything, so you're blocked off from its original thing, source, right? And then secondly, it, you're one with it. And that's the thing about meditation, that's the great thing about the way it begins to separate you out from the energy inside of you, the darkness and the trauma. If I'm just walking around like a robot, which I was for almost, you know, 32 years, then... I'm just one with it. it, I'm a puppet of it, I, it owns me, I can't see it, it's just, I'm just one thing, you know, it's moved in so deeply that it's just, you know, moving around as one thing. The ayahuasca and the meditation, what it does is it separates out the elements. So let's assume you're just a cake that's been baked, now she's deflating, she's taking you back to the, to the you know, the ingredients that made you. And that's what's genius. And that's what I think about how you see these in film, right? A bottle gets broken, and if you reverse it, the bottle gets put back together. It's incredible. You can actually be put back together energetically. So in order to do so, though, she's going to show you, she's going to, Physically move in and find where the energy lurks. And she's going to shut down your ego in order to do that because your ego is the thing that's protecting it. It lives in relationship to it. And then she's going to say, okay, going to open the cave door and the dungeon, and then she's going to look for the snakes and the rats. And she's going to illuminate them. And then you're going to see... You know, that's when you get the memories and the downloads and you get to see the information of how you were built. And again, as I say, primarily it's been physical because it's a literally, he's physically inside my system. And in these ceremonies, mini ceremonies, what happened is that when I really, it started to get to be really physical and I got really worried and I called up the, I called up the shamans, I was like, what's going on? And they were saying, listen, it's really dark. It's because he owned me. And the way he moved in, I'd say he, whatever, his energy moved in and took me over was because I was so innocent and small and whatever, right? I'm just a little piece of software that had its script that was overwhelmed and stampeded by, and you know, it's it's like um, it's 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 so it's just like life, right? It's like servitude. It's you know, the weak people get. Enslaved, You know, as, as a Jesuit said, if you give me a kid from zero to six, I'll give you a Jesuit for life. You are stolen. You're stolen by ideas. You're stolen by all. You know, it's, it's not weird. Servitude isn't weird, right? Um, the dark is not weird. It's who's got more power. And clearly, when you're a toddler, you don't have any power. You're looking for the environment to nurture you. You're looking for the soil to nurture you into existence. And you can't fight back. You know, whatever is in front of you has much more momentum than you. If it's dark, darkness is a lot of momentum, energetic. so. It moves in, and so you're not going to challenge it. It's going to make you, it's almost like ether. That's a nice way of saying it, because I think you can't see it. It moves in because you're too innocent. You're too unconscious. So it moves into your consciousness. And it's, I mean, it's, like, it's like a virus that takes over a cell in your body. It's very, it's, this isn't, again, woo-woo. It moves in and really, it's even like this COVID thing, you know, it moves in you know, pretends it's a cell and then replicates itself. It's the same thing. It's a virus. Darkness, it moves in and then takes over your energetic body. And you can't tell the difference between you and it. So deeply embedded is it in your system. And I would never have known, had I had not have gone through these different openings, energetic openings, that, Pulled the layers and layers and layers to show me that actually I'd been invaded, that actually this huge dark bacterial system was in my system that had taken over. It doesn't seem so weird, right? People take over countries, viruses take over energetics, you know, uh, uh, cells. It's the same thing, it's just a different form of hostage taking. And And when it moves in, it only has power because there's no love and there's terror. And when it fully owns you, as it does me, and it's, again, physical, I've got to keep saying that, it's incredibly physical. Um, There is no separation between you and it, you're all one thing until you begin to break down the whole code, which again, you know, without ayahuasca, without meditation, I'd be nowhere. Um, So when I say I have a monster inside of me, I'm beginning to finally see that I am, I have been, I have to expel this thing. Like I didn't see it before, so this is how it goes. It moves in like ether, you're a child, you're damaged, it moves in, it moves, you know, if you arrive as this kind of piece of software ready to be, you know, ready to be nurtured so it blooms into its script, boom, that's stopped, right? So now it kind of takes over your energetic field, it threads itself in because you have to survive and you have to agree, whatever, so you build armor, right? You're not gonna challenge it because it's supposedly your parents, whatever, so you just stumble around with this really unstable thing that's always in constant self-doubt because it's not itself it's it's been taken it's 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 a living in, in it's living in conjunction and in relationship to darkness so and then to relieve yourself you go Netflix blend you drink whatever you heroin you whatever you coke I don't know whatever it is but that's just a relief for the fact that you're not that you've been kind of taken hostage in a way, right? And you can't do anything about it because it owns you. The ayahuasca and the meditation basically blows through that unstable thing. And once it, by shutting down the ego, and once it shuts it down and and the ayahuasca moves in, then you actually get to see the makings of you in the dungeon of your, you know, of your ship or in the, you know, the engine room of your ship. So yeah, the the ship outside looks great. It floats, it moves, but from the outside, I don't know how it works, right? If I'm looking at the Titanic, I don't know how it works. I need to go into the engine room to understand the mechanics of it. Like a watch, a watch is beautiful. I don't know how it works. You open the back. There is inscribed all the mechanics of that watch. And in the same way, you're just a thing. You look in a particular way, you act in a particular way from the outside. Inside and in your energetic field is the mechanics of how you work. And the mechanics of how you work is hidden in the subconscious. And you don't have any access to that subconscious. I mean full access to that subconscious. Because the ego is very powerful. And yes, in therapy, you're going to get some, right? I understand he did this. And you might get something out. Like, if it's a room full of shit, you know, it might trigger a few things, you might understand. But to really expel this thing, it's an energetic thing. It is not a thinking thing. It is a full-on activity. It is not a thought it is not a memory. It is a full on energetic thing that is active. And that's why the ayahuasca is very powerful because the ayahuasca m- works in a totality. It works physically, it works emotionally, it works in the thinking world. It, th- it works on you as a complete whole system. I remember in one ceremony, she, I was just drawing circles, which she was saying, I need to make you whole." So My hands kept drawing these circles like, you know, you need to become whole. And when she says, whole, it's in every aspect of you. I can't just go to therapy and talk about, oh, then he did this and That, that isn't going to, yeah, okay, it's going to trigger something, but it's not energetic. It's not, I can't fully release. The feeling, I can't fully release this thing. I can't even see it. It's ether. I'm only beginning to see it recently. Like I fully, it's coming out and it's, you know, and it's all this sort of demonic darkness in all sorts of physical kind of shapes inside of me coming out. I'm actually contorting and shape-shifting into it. It's so exposed by the ayahuasca. It's been so fully pulled up to the surface it literally is like a ship that's been it's, it's like you're an ocean and you can't see that at the bottom of this ocean is this barnacled old ship but actually it moves okay let's just play it and what she's doing when the what she's doing is like it's in like a bathtub right it's filled up with water and you've got all your toys and your things underneath. And then she's taking out the water, which is the ego. And finally, you get to see what's in the bottom of the bathtub. Or in my case, it's dredging it up. You know, I'm going to starve you of your ego completely. Because when I starve you, it's like the water in a bathtub. It's being taken and taken out and taken out. And now, here it is. In the ceremonies, is this fully active thing that's been there all the time, that's been owning everything, and it's, and I'm trying to, she's turning me around in all these different positions to expel it out of my system, and it's huge, and one of the reasons, again, again, she's always triggering you to see what it did to you, so in the ceremony where it's like, you know, I'm in this office, and I have all this power, and I can't have that power, because Inside of me, I'm completely hostage to this thing that I can't see, that moved in, in the twilight of consciousness, that embedded itself on my face, in my ovaries. It's in my system. It's, it's literally wrapped around my organs. And now it's being exposed. I mean, like it's taken five years, I mean, actually 20, to fully disengage the gravitational pull of this thing. And for me to, you know, by, by me surrendering to the ayahuasca, as she pulls out this thing out of my system and I surrender, you get back your power because this thing owns you. It's, it's, it's taking all your energy feeding off your energy. So you're not doing anything. You think you are, but you're not. So, again, in these different ceremonies, she's going to shine different, you know, she's going to shine a light in different corners of your subconscious on the rats and the snakes and the horror. And I was so taken over that she's had to do it like in pieces, right? So here's this over here, boom, there's a dislodging, there's this, then this dislodges, you know, your face is dislodged, you know, there's an exorcism, that's dislodged. I mean, the whole energetic ravaging of my whole system, it was like a a stampede, it was like a, a full takeover. It wasn't just a little bit, it was the whole system was taken over. And when I said I had 20% online, I had nothing online. Now I realize, nothing. I was never online. So, incredible technology. This medicine is phenomenal. Um, You know, I don't know how it's all gonna be taken out or whatever, I have no idea. I just keep sitting. And allowing to, for whatever to happen to happen and my I'm fully at the mercy of the, the this incredible medicine and yeah i I don't know what's going to happen next, but the fact that there's an active energetic uh, i'm being held captive by this energy, which I cannot see, is incredible, and that I can finally allow to be seen is, is pretty phenomenal. And yeah, it's what's happening on this little tiny piece of the universe. Um, it's incredibly humbling it's just like we have no idea how this thing works I have no idea not a clue I had so you know you go along and you do all your little things and you think you know I'm just following the live you know and all these ridiculous rules and who you're supposed to be and it's just all such bs it is it's a, it's a battle between the light and the dark and it's It's about power and who has power and who doesn't have power and, yeah, I I have no idea where all of that that stuff is happening on some other dimension, but, you know, again, in the hospital of the ayahuasca, in the—I literally feel like I've been in a hospital ward for five years—in that place, in the nut house of the great ayahuasca, right? Um the healing is tremendous. It's not has nothing to do with the way we look at medicine at all. It's it's so powerful. And I just I just wish more people Yeah, I don't know, whatever. It, it's gonna do whatever it's I have no control over this, but I um I want to just acknowledge the power of it and having to have all your belief shattered to see how this thing works inside of you. And who knows? I don't know. You know, you just keep getting deeper and deeper and more and more is exposed and more and more of you shows up online to be here, to be present. And there's a kind of understanding of this other dimension and of these places that are they have nothing to do, which are, are, are obviously they're impo- You know, they're they're affecting who you are and what's going on in the world. Um, but I had no access to any of this. I knew nothing. I, I had no idea. I was, I was, you know, like I was taken over, like raided. I had no idea. I was completely and utterly, yeah stolen and and just blacked out I had no idea to any of this so very powerful very physical um, and that's. I mean I, I hope that it would be completely expelled I you know it's, it's a it's a fight it's a fight for it to be not to be taken out but again I just let the ayahuasca do her magic all right bye